Welcome back, everybody. It's time once again for another chance to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. And today we're auditioning a new host. I don't know, maybe John's trying to create some backup for him here. Yes, yes. Thank you all for tuning in again. Thank you, Paul Roberts and the OC Talk Radio uh, studio here. Welcome, everybody, again to another community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, John Gutierrez, and your vice president here. And again with us, we have another great guest. Her name is Celeste Nunez Jurado, and she is a 12-year-old child entrepreneur and she's also here with her mom Yvette Nunez and I'm going to share with you really briefly here she's a creator and host of Celeste Interest and has a little dollar sign there at the end and we'll talk about that over 80 podcast episodes with entrepreneurs and community members a peer mentor and community advocate welcome Celeste and her mother Yvette well thank you so much John for having us thank you Thank you, John, for having me. It's a pleasure to be on your show today. I'm so excited. Perfect. And the reason why we wanted you to be on our show is because, of course, you have your own podcast show, right? Yes, I do. And we're going to get into all that. We're going to get into your own podcast show. It's, it's a really fascinating story that at such a young age, you were how old when you started your podcast? I was 10. 10 years old, huh? Yes. Okay. And so you're probably the youngest or that we've heard. I think so, yes. <laughs> podcast we haven't host? done the research, but... You know, 10 years old, pretty young. Yes. Okay. I think what's exciting about this whole thing is, first of all, our chamber, we're all interlinked somehow in the community, right? And you know a lot of our chamber members. I mean, you guys know Mike Limon. Yes. Right? Who's one of our longtime members, superstars, was on our podcast show. And of course, Mike Limon also runs the school, SEA which you were a student at, or? Yes, I attend, yeah. Yes, and tell us a little bit about, what was that like being at Osea? Well, Osea is a really good school because I love the community and I love that it's an art school because meaning that they have dance, art, music, and you get to immerse like the students in so many different activities. What, what made you decide to have her at Osea, Mom? That's a great question. So looking for a preschool, I just knew that I wanted her in a charter school and an art-based charter school in the community. So I was already working in the community and I came upon Osea and I had a lot of friends that actually were teachers there. So I looked into it and applied and I was just dead set that she was going to go there. But I think to the sense of community, the school really embraces community. They, everything from the teachers to faculty, you know, Mike Limon has been a great addition to the school, harvesting and making creation, creating uh, relationships in the community. So I think it's been great. And I love that it was a dual language school. So she was able to practice her Spanish and be completely biliterate. Okay, yes. so hablas español. Sí. Wow, that is... Habla español. Qué bueno, ¿eh? That's, eso es importante. Right? Because nowadays, a lot of our, you know, unfortunate situations, we don't have that mentorship or where to learn the Spanish. So that's great that Osea is doing that. And Mike Limon, actually, we've been talking about, I think they're going to rebuild their library, yeah, right? Yeah, they are. Right? So that's pretty exciting. You've heard about that? Yes. Yeah, that's exciting for, I know libraries today are so different than the libraries when we were growing up. Absolutely. Right, Mom? Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that you, even though they had a, a good library, but I think definitely expanding it and being able to bring in some of the literature 
literary works that the students are wanting to, you know, read and, you know, interact with, I think is really important. And then creating a space that really invites reading and really gets young children really immersed in that world of literature. I think it's great. Yeah, and then the other person you guys know is Julie Castro, a friend of ours that also runs downtown Santa Ana there, and she was on our podcast show. We brought her on, of course, to talk about everything that's been going on down there with the trolley and the businesses, and so you guys have known her for a while, huh? We have. I've known her since I was three, because my mom and her go to Zumba together, and me and Julie are, like, really good friends. I really, like, like Julie as a friend. Shout out to Julie, huh? Shout out to Julie. Shout out to Julie. (laughs) (laughs) So the other thing is, of course... Mom, you teach at Santa College, which is one of the partners of our chamber, right? Yes, I do teach at Santa College, and I've been adjunct faculty there since 2015. I teach in the Early Childhood and Education Studies Department, and one of the classes that I teach is Child, Family, and Community. So the fact that this podcast revolves around community, I think it's a perfect segue, you know, just for my students listening, of that macro effect on, you know, from that macro effect, how it really influences the microsystem of the family and the neighborhood and where you grow up, but also what experiences you have and what opportunities you have in your community. Santa Ana College is very dear to our hearts. It's not only one of our partners of our chamber, but also it's in the heart and soul, right, of Santa Ana. I've heard um, people say it's just impacted a lot that community, right? And Uh a lot of my friends went to it when I was growing up. I'm from Santana. The chamber was started in Santana, so... That is great that you're teaching that. Absolutely, John. And, and if I could just expand on that. I grew up around the corner from Santa Ana College. So I, I was born and raised in Santa Ana. So I tell Celeste the story of I remember my parents taking me to walk that track. And I think the school is a, so enormous. I would get lost here. I never once thought that I would go to college, let alone teach there. And so the fact that I'm able to now be a professor there and inspire my students and that next generation I think is is just a blessing. Well I hear and I and correct me if I'm wrong but I hear it's one of the best places to go to school for EMTs if they're going to become firefighters, firefighters right? Yes um, a lot of our nurses like mm-hmm. A lot of the nurses, the right? The nurses, they have mm-hmm. a really great up-and-coming speech and language pathology, which is a huge need in our community, especially with a lot of children having some language delays. So we definitely need that. Shout out to Santa Ana College. Shout out to Santa Ana College. Right? Go Dons. So, so you've been there often probably with I mom. have. And recently I took a camp from Girls Inc. And they had Girls Inc. there. And it was really cool because I saw my mom on campus one day and I really liked it. But I've been at Santa College since like she was teaching. And I used to actually go to the Child Development Center there. And that's where I went to like preschool. And it, I loved it. So Girls Inc. is another one of our partners at our chamber. And that's another great organization, yes. right? What do you enjoy about being part of Girls Inc., if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, no. Um, what I really enjoy is that, one, we all get to celebrate each other, and we all just have, like, I did smart-ups, and we were really focusing on business, and seeing each girl, like, pursue their business and be so happy about it, that I really like that about it. I think it's important that our listeners you know, learn all the different avenues we're all connected in, right? Mm -hmm. Between Santa College, Mr. Mike Limon at Osea, Julie Castro in downtown Santa Ana. I mean, it's, you know, Girls Inc., right? 
all these ways how we interact and connect in the community, right? Yes. And then the other place was you were at our youth chamber, uh, one of our mixers at one of our events, right? Yeah, I do remember that. You guys had like speakers and then your youth chamber was there listening to them. And how did you hear about that? Was that because of you, Mom, or one of your friends? So, so yeah, so I think it was a variety of ways. So we saw it on, on LinkedIn through the chamber and then also at Santa Ana College. So, you know, I think being in the industry that we're in we're like oh let's you know it's a thursday night we have something to do let's let's take her to this and let's see yeah and that's again it goes back to our chamber is very involved not only in the community but obviously in our youth and this is why i thought it would be a great idea for you guys to be on our podcast right because our youth chamber is a great mentorship program which by the way october 2nd is our big golf tournament and that raises money for our youth Mm -hmm. chamber where we give out scholarships right and so I'm pretty sure that one day you're going to hopefully be part of our youth chamber, right? And you'll be on the other side, right? I know you attended the event. Did you did you enjoy that event? I did because there were so many amazing speakers there. And I do have to say, like, I got some interviews from that event because I went up to the speakers and I asked them, like, I loved your thing. I love yeah. I mean, your speaking. How they talk. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. So you're able to recruit some of the speakers. Definitely. I know they had a veteran there that day, right? Mm-hmm. He had a great story. He um, did. I can't remember the other ones, but it was a really good, you know, event that the youth chamber put together. It was so. a great mix of, mm-hmm. of panelists that shared incredible, you know, stories, their journey, and very inspiring for her. So I think any time that we can get her to an event where she can listen to people, it also allows for that opportunity, as she mentioned, to like recruit potential guests for her podcast. Yeah. But you know, Yvette, as a mother, it says a lot about you. Right, because if mom doesn't say to you, Celeste, like let's go do this, mm-hmm. it's easy to just say, you know, let's just stay home, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, where did this all start from? Like this mother-daughter, you know, good synergy. It's like your business partners, right? <laughs> I, I'm like the momager. Momager, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, unbeknownst to me, that that's the title. I think it started early on. You know, I've always worked in the community, and so I had a community fair, a community event. And here comes my daughter. I'm like, yeah. come on, let's go learn about this. This is how you set up a, a table. This is how you talk about an organization. This is how you go and find out about what the organization does. And so I think she's seen me in action. She's seen me do presentations, lecture. And you know, I, I can never forget the day that I was setting up the classroom at Santa Ana College and she's up on the podium lecturing. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? Well, I was always, I would always go to her class because right, my mom, she takes me like so many places and it's, I think it's really good that she does that because I'm able to see uh-huh. a bunch of like different things that she does and that just happened because I saw her teach. So I was saying, I'm like, hey, I want to do that. So I tried it out and <laughs> I just remember that. That was so funny. A born natural, a natural. you know, teacher, professor one day, yeah. huh? Definitely. Have you thought about what you want to do as you get older? Is that something that's crossed your mind? Yeah, a little bit. So um, let me take you back a little bit. When I was little, I, I still love animals, but I wanted to be a veterinarian. And then as I grew older, because I went into like the business area, I wanted to have my own business. And now actually, I really like I really like the image of like being a realtor. Okay. So I kind of want to be that, yeah, or like a therapist. Okay. So you're still trying to figure She's out still trying to figure, figure it out. And that's okay. Yeah. We're all still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think as she has guests, she listens to their story and she's like, "Huh, maybe I want to be a realtor. Maybe yeah. I want to do this." So So what does that say? It says probably that your podcast show has become a, a great platform for you to, learn. to research and learn, right? 
different industries, right? Would you Definitely. say? Definitely. Yeah, I could have said it better. Like that is what I feel like my podcast is like really helping me with. So let's let's talk about how did the podcast show that you started? How did how did it start? Where did it come from? I know you already had taken her to the events. Mm-hmm. You had seen what mom's doing, teaching, right? Where did the whole idea of you starting your own podcast start from? Instead of starting a, a lemonade stand, right? Which <laughs> yeah. most kids yeah. like to do, right? Absolutely. What made you say, I want to start my own podcast show? Well, I was, it was actually during the pandemic. I was 10 years old. And we're all bored during the pandemic. Like, there's nothing else to do. And like, we can't start a lemonade stand. No one's going to come. Everybody's <laughs> at home. I was like, what if I start a podcast? And my mom's like, is this going to be like that slime phase again where like I was so addicted to slime where I just only wanted to do slime and then I gave it up. But I'm still doing the podcast. But anyways. Slime I, phase? So so as a mom, like kids go through phases. She wanted to make slime and she's like, okay. I want to make all kinds of slime. So there I go. Get her like slime kits and she's <laughs> doing slime. We did that. We did wanna, that with our boys. Yes. And then she's like, I want to collect um, LOL dolls or like <laughs> different things. And so during the pandemic, she was doing a lot of work remotely, right, for school. And so she would do work and then she would have to talk about it and she's like this is like a podcast and you know okay entertain the idea and she comes back to me she's like I want to start a podcast so as a mom I'm thinking I don't know what that would cost I don't know what that's gonna entail so I'm like okay let's think about it a little bit more and then she kept telling me and giving coming up with that idea of, of a podcast and I said okay well what would it be called what would you talk about tell me your plan because I wanted to make sure that it was structured of course like in her head that she yeah. had some sort of plan and then go ahead yeah and I had the plan I was like okay we can do this so we went to Barnes and Nobles we got a mic my mom found anchor website mm-hmm. and ever since then we hit record and I've been talking and I've just shared about business leadership my life and what I've done yeah who was your first guest my first guest was my auntie Melissa I shout out to her I love my auntie and she was my first guest she is a financial planner so yeah okay great and then I've noticed on your Instagram right you also have where you go out to businesses I do and you feature them yes I go to like creative babies market that's another market that I like to go to I really enjoy their markets I take my mic and I'm just like hey can I interview you guys and the most times they'll say yes and I, I just ask them a few questions about their business and then you create like a little highlight reel. I saw. Yeah, I do like little highlight reels and I just do like different things. Sometimes I even do like an episode on it. So yeah. yeah. And we got to give a shout out to Luis over here. Yes. Yeah. Luis Estrada is here. He's part of the team, right? He's part of the team. He's the one that makes all the editing and he puts all the reels together. He's the social media manager. Come, come here, definitely. Luis. Step into the camera real quick. Why don't we at least wave over here? Come on, come on over here. Luis is here. Can you look into the camera here? There you go. And, you know, thank you so much, Luis, for being part of the team. I know they probably can't hear you, but I just wanted to give you a shout out because it takes a team to put this together. It does. Right? Yeah. It does. (laughs) Yeah, definitely a lot of late nights up editing. You know, she'll do the interviews. She writes her questions. But then when it comes to... I don't edit. She does not edit. She's like, you're like, you're like, I'm the talent. Exactly. I'm like, I will record. You see, Paul. I'm- you see, Paul. I am important. <laughs> and so am I. So you gotta have- <laughs> exactly. You're Luis, right? I'm Luis. Yeah. You're Luis Estrada over here doing the the background. You know, yeah. it, it is a team, right? It is. Let's be real. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We see it in you know. For me, it's like the community connections, and then she will tell me like, this is what I I'm looking at. So 
make the connection, building those relationships, and then she comes up with the questions. As you mentioned, you know, she's the voice, she's the face. She goes, does her thing, and then we're over here editing and writing the captions for the podcast. And so all of that takes time. Yeah, it does. So what's the goal? What do you think is the next step for your podcast show? What do you, what would you like to see or? Where do you think you want it to go? I mean, I know you're featuring the businesses, you've had guests. What are some of the things you guys have been brainstorming? Well, yeah, that's a great question, John. Something I've been brainstorming is obviously my podcast and my brand will grow as I grow. Maybe I'll have different interests and I'll just like involve them in the podcast. I always want to keep learning about business because business, I feel, is a topic that you can always learn from and grow from. But definitely, I've interviewed so many people. Maybe like being on more podcasts like I am with you, I really enjoy being on the other side of the table. When I was um, coming out of college, I actually worked at a school. Mm-hmm. And my passion was working at the schools before I went into healthcare. And I started this after-school program, and it was called JFK. Because I used to love reading about John F. Kennedy, right? Uh-huh. And when I took this after-school program, we called it JFK because it was called Just for Kids. And we created an after-school program, and we would do newsletters. And so different grades, like first grade was responsible for this part of the newsletter, the sports section. It was uh-huh. kind of like a like a newsletter yearbook kind of a thing. Okay. And different grades had different topics. They were, in, you know, and they would come together. And back then, we didn't have social media. We didn't have all this. So this is great that you've taken an idea, right? And you've put it to use, and you've put it to work. But but someday you got to make money, right? Definitely. Look at her face. Her face just lit up, right? Because your logo, your name, if I'm correct here, right, it has a logo of an actual dollar sign. Yes. Right? So share with us what was the whole logo behind with the dollar sign. Well, that's a a little bit of a story. Okay. So I was doing like the podcast, so you would have to create like your name, and I was like, Huh, why don't I put a dollar sign? Because there's supposed to be an S, but like S dollar sign looks the same. I'm just a kid. I'm going to be creative. So I'm like, what if I put a dollar sign? And I think about it. Maybe I'll make money with my podcast. Maybe that that leads to doing that. Yes, because, you know, Luis over here, Mm -hmm. you know, he needs to make extra money to pay for some of these cool gadgets he's got, right? (laughs) All this digital stuff, right, Mom? Right. And time is money, right? And time is money, yes. And I think that that was one thing. I think for us, it started out as this project. And I wanted to see, you know, is there something, is she going to be able to grow it? Is she going to have that passion for for us? I remember, obviously, my child development kicks in, and it's like, she's still a kid. So I want to make sure that this is something that she's having fun, that she's still learning and and we're always open to being able to to make a little bit more money but she has such great interest in learning about business and learning about finance and money and how to make money um she definitely can even teach me a thing or two about that yeah. well it's interesting mom mentions a couple times in our interview here child mm-hmm. development mm-hmm. she loves child development <laughs> if you put away a person that is like child development and she likes child development they, i think that they can go and talk the whole day so maybe one day you write a book right about you and your mom and child development because it seems like there's a lot of good synergy around that topic definitely i actually i think child development is so interesting i don't know if you ever heard of the movie babies it's this movie where they where they see a bunch of different babies and they start off they're all in different like countries where like one is in mongolia one is in um australia or india and America, San Francisco, and what they do is that they focus on each baby, and each baby, they all hit their developmental milestones, but they all grow up differently from each other. They have different foods, they have different resources that they see. 
because they're in a different environment. They're in a right? different environment. They learn different things. Yeah. My background is in sociology and it's the study of human behavior, right? And and so I'm always intrigued by all of that, right? Our Absolutely. cultures, our music, our art. You know, as we're in that topic, for example, September 15th, everybody's invited. We're having our our September 15th Hispanic Heritage Month kickoff with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And there we feature a lot of what we're talking about, right? The music, the art, the food, food, Mm -hmm. everything from what you smell and see and how it impacts our world, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we take that for granted because we're in like Santana where there's like all this delicious food and tacos and tortas and- Delicious, escites. Right, but not everybody has that, right? Like I, I, I grew up in Santana, but then when I go to Irvine where I live, it's not there. Like, it's a different environment, to your point. Definitely. Our environments definitely play a huge role. And speaking of that, your environment that now, what mm-hmm. would you, how would you say it's impacting you? Like, um, because I know you mentioned, so, so where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in Garden Grove. Okay. I, that's where my mom and my dad brought me home. Then we moved to Anaheim with my grandma. Okay. And we... Then Shout I'm, out to Garden Grove in Anaheim. Yes. <laughs> and then my mom, my dad and my mom got separated. And my mom and me, we are now living in Orange, the city of Orange. Beautiful Chapman. city. It Beautiful is. City. I love Orange. I really love my environment. My best friend lives super close to me. And I just love seeing... Shout out to the best friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. And, and Orange is actually a city that the Orange Circle, we often go there. Mm-hmm. My wife and the kids, we love to be in that area. It's just such a nice area to go. The fountain there, you know, just walk around, that, right? That's our favorite, like Sunday yes. morning. Like we usually have like mommy mommy and me like breakfast, breakfast dates. Oh, nice. And so we like to go to Pandora. Celeste is a as a fan of like Pandora uh, crepes. Yeah, she loves crepes. I love their crepes. crepes. They're oh. so delicious. Like I, I went there for my birthday because it's just so good. One of our good friends, um, they're the owners. They're part of our chamber. They're actually on our podcast show. Oh. They're the owners of Cafe Cultura, oh. which is in downtown Santa Ana, right? With Julie and all them, right? Yeah, they have great, um, what is it? Their horchata latte. Yes. So good. And the, they have a lot of... Cafe uh, de Olla. Cafe de Olla is really mm-hmm. popular there. And then they also have their conchas. Yes. And so one of their business partners actually just opened a Euro Cafe. He's the owner of yes. Euro Cafe in, in downtown Orange. Oh. My mom just went there. Did you? Uh, yeah. Next to the, I think it's next to the Navy store, it's right? It's next to the Navy store next yes. to OC, the little um, yeah. kind of seafood place. But yeah. yeah, I love coffee. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's an industry that's booming right now, right? These cafes. Yeah, right? and I think Definitely. you know the reason why, John, is like a lot of these cafes, they're made, the environment is inviting. You want to sit there, you want to talk, you want to connect. And we're social beings, you know, being mm-hmm. that you've studied sociology, we are hardwired to connect and to have communications and what better way than over a cup of coffee with other people in your community. And, you know, let's be real. Coming out of the pandemic, a lot of people were just burned out, stressed. That's what I hear a lot from our members, you know, just business owners. And these cafes, to your point, it's this nice place to go. And not everybody wants to be talking like us. Some people just want to be there quiet, Mm -hmm. reading a book, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Listening to music, studying, right? And I think those cafes provide that safe space it's like of. the zen right mm-hmm. yeah it's like the yoga but have a nice coffee and have a nice Definitely. Um, pastry maybe. pastry right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or concha <laughs> Definitely. and I think that with those cafes providers that they, pro- they provide an experience for both sides people that just want to read and study and people just want to have like a good time and bring like and bring like their, their community together exactly well 
because we only have a few minutes left and Paul's giving me the stinky eye like he always does. I'm pretty sure Luis does that for you over here, right? Like, we got to go. We got to cut it, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what is next? What is your What is your goal with the podcast? How can people reach you? Where can people see you guys? Do you want to share with the, the audience? Yeah, well, where they can reach us is definitely on, I have my Instagram, Celeste's Interest, and then I have my podcast, obviously. I'm on Spotify, Apple iTunes, different platforms. You can reach us anywhere. And on these platforms, they just Google the name of yeah, the podcast? Yeah, you can just Google the name, the name. of the podcast, okay. Celeste's Interest. Yes, to your point, with a dollar sign at the end. With the dollar sign at the end, at the okay. End. And she has our Instagram, and, and being on that, you know, we have followers from all over, especially India. Yeah. They, India really loves Celeste's Interest. Yeah. I don't know why. Hey. You got to go to India. Go see your fans, right? <laughs> yeah. And you could definitely connect with us. And so I think for her, she's just, obviously, this summer, she's working really hard because she doesn't have school. So we have a lot of great episodes coming up. We're excited. We'll have the interview with the mayor of, of Santa Ana, Valerie Mesqua, coming yes. out. Oh, nice. That's exciting. So that's one of your next interviews? Um, no, I already interviewed her. Oh, you already did? Yeah, oh, okay, so great. it's going to come out. And then all this time I've really been working on getting a bunch of content because I am changing schools. So I'm going to a new school. And I want to be able to adapt to the school and be like, okay, so I have it under control. Then start recording again. And I don't want to stop my podcast. So I'm just working over the summer so that way I can have interviews and um, solos so I can release. That's great. Maybe yeah. you'll interview like your teachers or your principal, yeah. right? Or something yeah. like that. Or maybe you. She has a question. She's got to interview you. Yeah. yeah, maybe you. Why don't we have you on? You got a business and you got a podcast. I'm a so little, there you go. I'm a little shy. You know, I'm a little shy. I don't know that I want to be on a podcast show. You know? <laughs> you know what it is? It's so interesting. I know we only got a few minutes left. It's so different when you're interviewing to being it, interviewed. Exactly. So two different worlds, right? You're so used to being on your podcast show interviewing somebody. Mm-hmm. And now here you are being interviewed. So it's a, it's a whole different world, right? It's a different dynamic. Yeah. Because for my podcast, I have the questions. I ask the questions. And then once they answer, I kind of like connect a little bit, do a little that. But they're the ones talking. And they're the ones giving me the information. I actually like being on the other side. I love talking. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because earlier she says, I like to be in control, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and when you have a podcast show, you have to have everything. You have your team, right? In mm-hmm. this case, Luis Estrada, your mother. Yeah. You have your whole team, and you gotta have everything in control. She, Wouldn't you say that? Yes, I do, because there has to be a sequence. Like you, you wanna respect other people's time as well, because time is of the essence. Like you have to respect it, and like make sure everything's going on point. So before we go, mm-hmm. I want you to give your advice to other young kids that are your age or around your age. What would you say to those kids that are listening? that maybe are thinking of starting their own business or Mm -hmm. podcast or whatever it may be? Yeah, that's a really good question, John. Uh, One advice would be like, it is not easy. It makes it look kind of easy because I'm gonna put this example, it's like a cake. You bake the cake, you ice it, and then you present the cake. It looks so beautiful once it's presented. They don't see the measuring, they don't see like the, like, the cleaning up part, they don't see that. They don't see what's in front of them. So I think definitely it's not easy, but it's really worth it to see your work put out there and when people enjoy it and people tell you, Celeste, you did such a good job or you did a really good job on your podcast. Like, keep doing it. I think it's really rewarding. And another one is keep going and that you will do what you can, but sometimes that if you're, sometimes you have to take a break. Don't always just try to, like, have, like, a mindset where you have to go super, like, work hard because you're still a kid. You want to be able to enjoy and to be able to work hard. The perfect balance. And I would say 
it's important to have a good team. It is. Because without your mom, right? Without Luis over yeah, here. Without Luis, her dad. Yes, and Lupita, your dad and your Lupita, family. The whole my family, family they yes. support me so much. And it's I want to give a big shout out to my family. Yes. Because they have connected me to so many different people. And so has like my friends, like Julie. Yeah. Um, who else? Like, I don't know if you know, the owner of Perla, Anna. Of course. Yeah. Anna Laura. Uh, Anna she Laura. was on our yes. show. Yes. Yeah. Um, she's a really, I really enjoy her. I've had her on my show. So. My favorite are enchiladas there. They're really good at Perlas in front of the the. Li, 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 li. He had them right, Paul. You had the you had the enchiladas. Best I've ever had. Best he said I've best ever. he's ever had. So <laughs> they like he likes when they bring food. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Celeste, for being on our show. Thank it's you. it's been uh, an honor to have you on our show because I truly believe you're going to go many high places. You're going to continue to succeed. And kudos to not only yourself, but your mom and your family and your whole team. Yes. Because it definitely takes a team for us to do that. We can't do it by ourselves, right? And so we wish you all the best. Anything we could do in the future to support you as far as the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, we're always here to provide any support, any mentorship, or connect you with anybody in our community, okay? Yes, I so appreciate that. And thank you again, John, for having me on the podcast. I really enjoyed this like interview. I actually had like a really fun time. <laughs> thank you so much, John. It's, it's an honor. And thank you for all the support from the Chamber, from everybody, um, and for really just believing in in my daughter because I know sometimes like you're like uh, it's a child you want me to feature a child on the podcast so thank you well yeah. shout outs to you mom because this is what it's about it's about raising good kids I always tell people if you're raising good kids those are going to be the same kids around my kids right, right? Mm-hmm. and so that's what it's about it's about all of us hopefully raising the next generation to be good people so thank you for being on the show and we'll hopefully see you out there in the community soon yes. and maybe someday I'll be on your podcast show. I hope that you will come <laughs> on my podcast because you would be such a good speaker thank you so much yeah. and you know we'll see you all out there I know Paul's giving me the eye Paul take it away again everybody thank you for thank tuning you. in to thank our community you. podcast show bye Well, there you have it, the future of podcasting right here. Maybe our future host down the road a couple years from now when John's ready to take on some sidekicks here. You never know. One more reason to tune in and meet our community each and every week here in Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. 